This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton Global Youth Program. Hello, and welcome to Future of the Business World. I'm Diana Drake, Managing Editor of the Wharton Global Youth Program at the Wharton School, University of Pennsylvania. Each month, we interview teen entrepreneurs from around the world with stories of their challenges, successes, and unexpected detours. Together, we explore the innovation process and learn what it means to embrace the entrepreneurial spirit all before the age of 20. Today's guest is here to talk about something totally relatable, being a new driver. Back in January 2020, which for many of us feels like a lifetime ago, Sarah Benawal was freaking out. (laughs) She had just turned 16 and didn't yet have her driver's license, even though she was eligible. Around the same time, she joined an entrepreneurship program and met up with a group of other teens who bonded over their struggles with learning how to drive and getting their licenses. Maybe they could somehow use innovation to address this new driver anxiety. They pooled their collective entrepreneurial energy and came up with VirtuRoad, a VR driving simulator designed for nervous new drivers to practice driving in real life scenarios. Sarah, it's great to speak with you. Welcome to Future of the Business World. Thank you, I'm so happy to be here. Start at the beginning. Take me back to January, 2020. Why were you panicking over not having your license? What were you feeling that you think other drivers in training also feel? Yeah, so as you mentioned, my 16th birthday was in January of last year, and it's really common for teens to get their license right when they turn 16 so that they can drive to school or places they want to go freely, but I was really behind and I only had my permit, and both me and my parents were really afraid of me holding the steering wheel. But anytime we would practice, it would end with me nearly hitting the trash cans or using the right indicator to turn left. So I felt like driving, which is a really common practice, would be something I could never do well. And to answer your second question, I think a lot of drivers in training feel this immense sense of responsibility when they sit in the driver's seat uh, and that they know that they are in real life and that if anything goes wrong, that they'll face real consequences that could be fatal. And so knowing that you're responsible for the lives of others could be really daunting for new drivers. And in fact, once you actually hooked up with your team of entrepreneurs that I mentioned before, you actually did some market research, right? What did you learn from that? Yeah, so market research taught me a lot about how to determine key customers. So we did our research through two mediums. The first one was looking at existing data and research about new drivers. So we found some really shocking numbers about new drivers. And according to some research we discovered, 40% of teenagers are scared to drive, 25% of young adults are also scared to drive, and 58% of parents are scared of their teen driving. So that really gave us a lot of context about how a lot of teen drivers and their parents are really stressed out about this process. And the second way we learned about our market was through customer validation. So we reached out to community members for their opinions about our product and its need. And we interviewed over 80 people to determine that Virtrude had potential to help new drivers and their parents. So I'd be remiss to not ask you about this team of entrepreneurs that you met when you were taking an entrepreneurship course. Um, How many people were in this team? Yeah, so we're a team of four members right now and we're all female entrepreneurs. So it's really exciting to work together since we're all around the same age and we all connect to our product really well. Great, so let's get into it. Describe Virtue Road. What is this technology all about? Take us through maybe a simulated Virtue Road experience. Is it kind of like a video game? How does it work? 
Yeah, so Virtuot is a VR driving simulator designed for nervous new drivers to practice driving in real life scenarios while in the comfort of their own home without any risks. So we have a real world terrain, driving scenarios, and a testing portion for the user to learn effectively without any extra equipment. And we chose to leverage uh, virtual reality because it offers a 3D realistic experience that is essential for our product to help people learn how to drive. And VR enables us to bring the experience of sitting in a real car right to your home. Virtual has two apps, so a mobile app and a VR app. And the mobile app tracks account information, such as like how you're doing in the simulations. And there's also a testing portion where you can answer questions from our driver's handbook. Our product also provides all the equipment needed to use a simulator. The user puts on the headset and can then use a VR app to enter either free drive, which is where there are simulated roads that you can really practice on, or driving scenarios, which is where you can practice skills such as four-way stops or parallel parking with voice instruction. And so we've created these scenarios so that the driver can receive feedback on how they perform the specific skill. Why virtual reality? Is this a particular area of interest for you? And you know, had you studied it before? I think for us, virtual reality was really important because you want to see what's happening to your right in the right-hand mirror. You want to look at what's happening behind you in the back mirror. And just kind of sitting there and looking at a screen wasn't effective enough to create this realistic experience that you would need to get actual effective driving skills from this product. So we were like, why not leverage this technology that has really been developing a lot over the past few years and see where we can go with it and try to develop a realistic terrain so that when you're learning how to drive, you don't feel like you're not on the road. You are basically on the road, but just in a more safer location. Okay. So you mentioned the apps, right? Um, when did you actually launch them and how many users do you have? Can you tell us a little bit about kind of the community that you've built around Virtue Road? Yeah, so right now we've finished our mobile app at the beginning of the year, but the mobile app is really only one part of our entire product. So we haven't really released it to the public. So right now it's just my team and I working with developers to do quality assurance testing. But in the future, we do hope to reach out to you know, our supporters. We have a lot of people that have been promoting our product along the way through social media. And we've also been using YouTube to reach out to people. So we've been focusing on getting customers that would be interested in our product, but we haven't really been able to let any of our customers test out Road. And how are you making sure that you're creating features that appeal to the end user? Yeah, so appeal to the end user was definitely something we talked a lot about. And one way that we did that was through storyboarding. So we were able to figure out how to create a product that had a better UI interface. And we would reach out to a couple of our friends just to test out our product uh, and just tell us on their own what they thought of as well. But for the most part, uh, it's been consulting with developers who've kind of had experience in the past because you know, as high schoolers, there's only so much we can do about user experience, but we've definitely considered the simplicity of our app and how easy it would be for users to use it. So I was excited to speak to you today about virtual reality because we really haven't featured that too much on Future of the Business World in the past, but also another topic. I often hear high school students whom I talk to say you know, that one of their biggest challenges of teen entrepreneurship is that people don't necessarily take them seriously, right? Because they're young and, and they haven't really you know, had much experience in the entrepreneurial world. Can you help me understand if this was a challenge for you and kind of how you've confronted it? 
Yeah, so there have definitely been a lot of times when I've been told that my age would stop me from being taken seriously. Like we've been told by investors at one time that we had a good idea, but they didn't feel comfortable funding a startup raised by teens. And I think these words really helped me become stronger and realize that if I wanted to be respected as an entrepreneur, I had to really step up and show that I was really serious about what I was doing. And so there were competitions that I would make the judges completely under unaware that I was under 18. And I would just, you know, quickly spit out details about gross margins or like five-year projections or, you know, our driving school partnership model. And I think that this constant situation of being underestimated has really helped me grow stronger, not only as an entrepreneur, but also as a person. And that if you know what you're doing and you know it well, no one can really take that away from you. Driving school partnership model. Can you talk <laughs> a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah, I can briefly. So basically our product isn't just B2B or like from us to a customer directly. It's also, we're considering working with driving schools because we think that driving schools could really give us this opportunity to market out to people in a different way. And we often emphasize the fact that Road is not uh, alternative to driving schools or a driving instructor. It's really a supplement because we know that you can't replace in-person driving, but we do want to help alleviate a lot of the stress that comes with learning how to drive. So we wanted to work with driving schools and create a revenue share model where we would give our products to driving schools and also for free give our products to driving schools and then in return we would give them some revenue for however many headsets they sold or rented out and that way we could really develop relationships with a really big established industry at this point and so that's kind of our model with driving schools and how have you progressed with that have you made some success in terms of being able to yeah build those partnerships? So for us, building partnerships with driving schools has been something that we've kind of had to struggle with a little bit because the thing with driving schools is that they aren't just a single franchise or industry. It's a lot of, you know, local driving schools that are run by a single person. So we've been having to do kind of like calls at the moment where we reach out to driving schools and we're like, hey, if we did this, would you be interested in our product? And We've got a lot of positive responses and feedback from driving schools. So that's really made us excited that we do have potential with driving schools. I think the only thing we're concerned about is how we're gonna scale that because driving schools, again, as I mentioned, they're pretty local based. So uh, scaling is the one thing we're concerned about, but we think that driving schools open up a lot of opportunity to market ourselves. Great. So I hear these words like scaling and, you know, you're using a lot of, you're throwing out a lot of business terms at me. You spent some time with Wharton Global Youth this summer studying virtually in our Business Leadership Academy. And I'm wondering if you've been able to apply anything from that experience to your Virtue Road development. Yeah, so definitely. I was super excited to be a part of Business Leadership Academy this summer. And I learned a lot about not just leadership, but communication, teamwork, and really a lot of essential skills that you need whenever you're working in a group. And I was able to do this with a bunch of people from across the globe, which was super amazing. And I think that one thing I've been able to apply to Road is the importance of delegation. So uh, I'll kind of briefly mention this, but in one of our activities at the Business Leadership Academy, we did this simulation called the Saturn Parable. And without giving anything away to anyone that might do it in the future, there were just so many tasks we had to do. And I remember our group deciding to like focus on delegating tasks. So we would just 
pull up a Google Doc basically and list each item and who would finish them so that we would kind of get everything done on time. And I think the strategy really helped us become one of the top teams at the end of the simulation. And in Road, I've applied this by focusing on delegation and making sure that we know exactly who's doing what so that we can successfully meet deadlines or competitions. Great. You've mentioned the partnerships and kind of the at least shape that you want your business to take. Where are you going with Virtue Road? I mean, what ultimately do you see for this product that is still very much in development? So Virtue Road, once we finish our product, our goal is really to do a geographic expansion. So we start kind of small in California and San Diego, which is where we're located. And then hopefully we want to go kind of nationwide after a couple of years if we can, which is pretty ambitious, but we hope we could if we could. Um, but Aside from that, we also don't think Road is limited just to cars, and we're kind of venturing into considering like motorcycles or other types of transportation that might require people to learn how to drive uh, and seeing where you could go with that. How about you? Has Road helped you? Where are you today in your own new driver journey? Do you have that license, that car? Have you gotten rid of those jitters? (laughs) Yeah, this is going to sound really ironic. But I've been so busy with Virtue that I still haven't gotten my license. So <laughs> I I started driving behind the wheel. Finally, I think maybe like just working with Virtue inspired me to go in the car finally. But, um, you know, I'm considering being one of Virtue's first customers. So unfortunately, I don't have my license yet. But I think that this product definitely like pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I feel a lot more comfortable with sitting in a car and practicing how to drive. Good. Good to hear. So I hear about different technologies targeting teen drivers, like GPS tracking, and of course, what you guys are working on as well. I'm curious, what intel have you learned about new drivers that you think the business world should know as they innovate in this space? Um, you know, what have you picked up along the way that you think would be valuable uh, for people who are developing their own products? Yeah, for sure. So. I would say that new drivers are definitely a lot more tech savvy. Uh, They're really focused on efficiency and quality of the product, which we had to incorporate a lot into our own product. And I think also making the product just fun and exciting, just something that you would want to use on a daily basis is a great way to catch their attention. And I'm also speaking as someone who fits the demographic of new drivers. So if I were a new driver, I would definitely want something with these characteristics. And another thing we talked a lot about was affordability and a lot of users really mentioned that they wanted an affordable product that they didn't feel like would press a burden on their finances. And I think that a lot of the products in the market right now are kind of on the pricier side. So that's one of the things to be really focused on with Virtue, making our product really uh, inexpensive for the everyday driver. And how much does it cost? Yeah, so our product costs $150 per month. Uh, It's a subscription basis. So you don't have to buy our product directly. You can just rent it out. And this is actually a really good deal because our product can be used anytime from the comfort of your home. So you could spend as many hours as you want within that month period to test out our product and just practice how to drive from home. Great. So are you a senior in high school now? Yes, I am a senior in high school. I'm curious, um, you know, where you see yourself in a couple of years, but also I feel a lot of times that um, some of these entrepreneurial projects maybe go by the wayside because you get busy with life after high school, right? Do you think that's going to happen or do you really feel devoted to, and your team feels devoted to seeing this um, through to 
product launch. Yeah, for Birchroad, we've actually had this discussion quite a bit. And I think all of us have come to the consensus that we do want to continue with developing our product in college. Maybe it might not be as you know fast paced as we can right now, but even now we're all really busy with high school and we're able to manage our kind of running the business and working on making progress. So I would say we would love to continue our product. And we've also kind of considered you know hiring and recruiting other teen entrepreneurs who want to kind of touch their toes in the water of entrepreneurship. And we've actually gotten about a lot of interest about our product and maybe helping us out. So that's, I think, where the future of Virtue is. Great. And how about you? Do you think maybe technology um, is in your future? Has this helped to inform your path forward? Yeah, I would say technology is definitely in my future. I am definitely a very STEM-oriented person, and I think that we can really leverage technology in a lot of meaningful ways in the future. And I think virtual is just one example of that. I think there's a lot of different ideas that could be created out of the new tech that we have. I think one thing I'm really interested in recently is blockchain. Uh, that's definitely something I would want to consider and see if we can implement that in different industries because blockchain isn't any more just specifically for crypto. I think that it's also just expanding to, uh, you know, like we have the insurance industry, it's expanding to even potentially voting. So. I think that blockchain would definitely be another form of technology I would want to investigate further. Interesting. One question I'd like to ask everyone who's on Future of the Business World is if you could change one thing in the world, what would it be? So I think I would like to change kind of the stigma that surrounds teen entrepreneurship. So when I started learning about business, I thought that I could never have a startup at this age. But there are actually so many different ways to begin a company now, thanks to technology. I think like, especially during the pandemic, just the fact that everyone was online really helped put people on an even playing ground because a lot of the work we did was completely digital. And so I think this shows that really technology is helping teens like us get more opportunities in creating our own startups. And I think that if you have a good idea, you can really go out there and make it a reality regardless of your age. All right, let's wrap up with our lightning round. Please try to answer these questions as quickly as you can. Tell me a technology other than Virtue Road that you just can't live without. Definitely cars. Good. Now you got to learn to drive one, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you would win a senior superlative, what would it be? I think I'd be most likely to sleep through an earthquake. I've been told I sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What book, video, or podcast are you binging on these days? So when I get time, I've been reading a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I'm hoping that I can learn some habits and fix my sleeping pattern. <laughs> a skill that you have, you feel will serve you best as a future business leader. I think when you hear the term leader, you think it has to be about speaking and projecting, but I think another important skill is just being able to listen. And if you could invite one business person to lunch, who would it be? I would probably invite Facebook CTO, Andrew Bosworth, because I want to discuss making a deal about Oculus VR headsets for Virtue Road. Very nice. Always thinking back to the business, right? Yeah. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us on Future of the Business World. It's been great talking with you. You too, thank you. Discover more opportunities for high school students and educators at globalyouth.wharton.upenn.edu.